Steph, we are back. We're back together, and I love it. With another fantastic podcast episode. This one was truly, truly a, a great story. Um, we got to talk with Josh and Becky Kirk from May Lynn's. What an interesting uh, journey that they are on to open Maylin's Creamery, the, the ice cream store that they own. Yeah, it's it was really cool. Uh, my favorite thing about interviewing them is just how open and honest they are or were about starting a business and um, their journey in getting there. So it was a really great conversation. There's a lot of good stuff in there, and you guys will love it. We loved it, so make sure you check it out. We are here with Josh and Becky Kirk from Malin's Creamery. I spoiled it already, <laughs> but that's okay. Said you weren't going to spoil it, and then <laughs> you've know, done it. I know, and I already did it. Um, and that's the only spoiler that you're going to get from me, because I'm going to hand it over to Josh and Becky. We want to hear about you, your bio, how you got to, to Lynchburg, how you got to, you came to Liberty. Um, so that whole story um, and kind of leading into your business. Well, I mean, for me, it's God has a plan in my life. And one of the things I did in high school was I ran track. And I had a, I had a scholarship to go to KU to run track. And then the last minute that fell through, and Liberty was the only scholarship I had offered left. Oh, wow. wow. So I came to Liberty on a track scholarship. And uh, then I didn't really stick out with the school <laughs> thing and... Um, kind of left Liberty one year after that, okay. but never left Lynchburg because yeah. my parents moved here. And Oh, cool. Yeah, so I have been here ever since. Where are you originally from? So I'm originally from Michigan. Okay. Oh, I'm from Ohio, so, so that's really unfortunate for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you say um, KU, what school is that? Cause Kansas University. Kansas University, because there's like, I don't know, there's Kentucky, but that might be U of that's K. That's UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb. That's all right, I'm Drew. So Good dumb. question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Becky, are you from here originally? I am not. I am from Georgia okay. originally, and I came to Liberty just because my sister came to Liberty, so I came to Liberty. <laughs> um, I was here for four years. Um, in the, I got a degree in elementary education. Nice. Um, and when school was over, it was kind of all of my friends were kind of staying in Lynchburg. So um, we all kind of got teaching jobs here together and hung out in Lynchburg. And I actually met Josh the year after the summer, right after I graduated. Um, And so we didn't meet at Liberty, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but Liberty is what brought us both to Lynchburg. Um, We met through mutual friends. Yep. Yeah, it sounded like you didn't have a lot of time to meet at Liberty because Josh was only here (laughs) Yeah, Josh was here I wasn't here very long. (laughs) Sometimes we'll go back and be like, do you remember this, or did you know this person? Because I think that first year we would have been here at the same time, but we didn't. But know the funny each other. thing we like to say is, we came to Liberty when DeMoss was only one floor. Oh wow! Oh, okay, wow. this is a while ago. And so they didn't have an east, a west, a north, a south campus, or <laughs> all the campuses that you have now. Just oh, one yes. floor of DeMoss. Yeah. yeah, just one floor of DeMoss. That's I came when it there was only two floors. Okay. Oh, they built in stages. I didn't realize they did that. Yeah. Well, all floor. All, all four floors were there, but I don't think they were open. Yeah, you yeah, weren't they, allowed. Uh, they finished uh, them okay. slowly. I okay. think my senior year is when the third floor opened because I had graphic design classes up there, and they moved a lot of those there. Yeah. I, came, I came in 2013, so <laughs> when, when I was here, there were four floors that I could access all of them, so it was pretty, pretty yeah. great. <laughs> Sorry that you guys didn't get to experience that. We didn't get to experience that. that. <laughs> That's okay. It's very different now when we oh come back. Oh, my gosh, yes, it's so I don't different. recognize the campus. Uh, it's I mean, crazy. It's, it is. It is wild. It's insane. There was the circle and the hill. Like, those were the yeah, two options same. you had for living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So you guys, you guys met, um, and then how soon after that – 
I mean, I'm assuming you guys started dating. You guys are married now. <laughs> <laughs> we dated for three years off and on. We like to say <laughs> we took some breaks in yeah. between there. But um, and we like to say we learned how to argue and fight. We did. Oh, that's great. It's <laughs> perfect. And uh, so, yeah, we've been married for, what is it, 13 years 13 now? 13 years. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. So it's we have four time. beautiful little girls. Oh, my um, goodness. Their <laughs> names are little tongue twisters, but it's Kylie, Kinley, Colby, and Kimber. All Ks. All Ks. Wow. Nice. <laughs> and uh, two of our daughters, the first two, which is the only two we had when we opened Malins, um, Malins is comes from their name. So it's May, Lynn, their middle names. So uh, Kylie, wow. May, Kinley, Lynn. Oh. And then uh, God had plans for that. us to have two more. <laughs> is that everyone where creamer, asks, is that where creamery comes from? We, we have everyone oops asks, one and oops two. Yeah. <laughs> everyone asks, are you changing the name after every baby? Oh my say, goodness. Are you changing the name? No, we're not changing Or they the say, name. you have to open up another another restaurant <laughs> with their names. Yes. I'm like... They're fun. <laughs> I said, they'll probably be the ones that wake up and one day are going to run the place. Yeah. So it's all good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fine. I guess you guys had a chance to, to call uh, the ice cream shop something different when you opened up your downtown location. but We did, um, <laughs> but we just decided that um, hopefully, like eventually, yeah. I, I love the branding that we have. I love what we put into the name, and I love what it represents. And so when we went to go downtown... I wanted it to say it was still us. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't want to change a name and have to start all over. Yeah, I think that's great. And, and I want to be franchisable. Yeah. Um, and so now I can have Malin's downtown, Malin's... Um, Boonesboro. Boonesboro. Malin's... Are you about to reveal something to us? I wasn't (laughs) going. I almost said something, and I stopped myself (laughs) because I don't know who's listening. Well, at least we know something's coming. (laughs) No, there's definitely (laughs) a lot in the works. I love getting the inside scoop. Yeah, same. There's definitely a lot in the works. Good pun. That was a good pun. Thank you. I love that. Will you lead us through how you got started in the ice cream business? Why? Why? Okay, so I will start with the thing that I used to do was I was a home builder. Okay. I built houses since I was in high school. Um, I took a building trades class in high school. That's I knew that's what I always wanted to do. Um, of course, God had other plans, <laughs> um, and I didn't know that at the time. But um, for a while in my life, I wasn't walking with the Lord, and I was kind of doing my own thing. And um, God had other plans. And one day on November the 16th, uh, was it eight? You got to back up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to back up a little bit. Yeah, well, we had two kids. Um, oh, yes. We had um, our youngest was four, three, four months old, and all I wanted to do was quit my job. I was a teacher, okay. and um, I just wanted to stay home with my babies. Like, yeah. that's that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. And he was actually working for a friend of his. Um, this was during 2007 when the 2008, when the, um, housing economy had like plummeted. And so he wasn't really building houses. He was working for a friend of his and he, um, was was making really really good money. I was doing really (laughs) well. He was making really good money. And so I was like, all right, I can quit my job. (laughs) We, you know, this is exactly what we wanted, not what God wanted for us, but this was (laughs) what we wanted. Um, you know, I wanted to stay home. He was making good money. We could do this. And, um, about a month after I got my last paycheck, I think it was in October, or August or October, I can't remember, um, uh, his buddy fired him well, out of nowhere. First, we said she could quit her job. Yeah. And so she put in her resignation, and then a month after that, my buddy said, you know what, I think you're doing such a good job, I think you need to start your own business oh, and no. do what, what you're doing. Wow. And so I was kind of like, uh uh, I just told my wife she quit her job, and now she quit. Right, yeah. <laughs> and now you're firing me. I'm like, because I'm doing a good job. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I was doing a good job, and he said, you know what, I, I think you need to go out on your own. I was like, okay. Well, I figured out how much money I needed, and God was not in it, Okay. period. And so all the doors f- closed, slammed in my face. Like, nope, nope. Nope. And I, so I was like, well, all right. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So I, I kind of We lived just, on unemployment for like yeah. two months. We yeah. had no idea what was what and, we were going to uh, do. Didn't know what I was going to do. So I went hunting a lot. Okay. And I started reflecting in the woods. That's good. And um, I wasn't making some of the best decisions in my life. And I wasn't following what the Lord wanted me to do. And 
I was kind of being selfish yeah. and I almost lost my wife and my kids because of it. Wow. And uh, so I'm sitting in the tree one day and I was running late. And I, in my opinion, this is what I happened. God kicked me out of that tree and said, I'm going to get a hold of your life, whether you want to or not. Yeah. And so I fell 28 feet. Wow. I landed on my feet. Wow. I broke my pelvis in half. I cracked three vertebrae, and I destroyed my left ankle. Oh, my goodness. Now I've had two surgeries and a full ankle replacement since then. <laughs> oh, wow. my word. So um, now I have a fake ankle, so I'm a bionic man now. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if it wouldn't have turned into t- severe tendonitis, oh it would have been God. perfect. But oh now goodness. I've got severe tendonitis in it, and it really is painful. But... Um, it's a reminder to me where my priorities are. My priorities are my family, my faith, and that's first and foremost. And so it's a hard story because it was a lot of pain and a lot of suffering and a lot of what are we doing and right. why are we here. And But God used it in our lives to bring us closer together, to bring me back to him, and to ultimately give me a business that I absolutely love doing. Yeah. And... You well, never, for, sorry, go ahead. You never know where God is taking you, yeah. and listening to what God is saying to you and where He wants you to go with your life, and actually ultimately following Him—that's what He wants. Yeah, and any means possible. And you have to look like I—I I didn't realize that's what happened at the time, but God put me in a hospital bed for four and a half months. And I had a lot of time to read and a lot of time to reflect and research businesses and um, nothing ever panned out. So we're coming down to the wire and my wife's like, you're getting out of bed soon. (laughs) You need to figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) And so a friend of ours came over to our house and he was like, why don't you open an ice cream business? And I'm just like, I don't know. Well, and I need to say, Josh loves to cook. He loves to create with food and all of those things. And he had, for a long time, had said he wanted to open a restaurant. And I was always like, no, do you know how much time people have to spend if you run a restaurant? (laughs) Like, I want to, like, I want you to be around, like, with our kids. I don't want you running a restaurant all the time. So when someone mentioned ice cream, I was like, okay, that's not fully a restaurant. You know, we could do this. Sounds so easy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So... I was weighing whether I wanted to open a food truck or I wanted to open an ice cream shop. And I'd listed pros and cons. And I looked at the list and I went, well, I think I should open an ice cream truck. Okay. There's, there's less cons for me. Yeah. And um, I'm not saying it's for everyone, but for me, I think that's where I was headed. And so um, just to see, just to, to stay with the story of listen to God and go where God tells you, we didn't know where we were going to get the money. Yeah. We didn't know where we were going to find everything. So we sat her grandfather down and her dad yeah. down and said, this is what we'd like to do. Are you willing to invest? Yeah. <laughs> and the first time we said that was with the other business that we wanted to do, and they said no. <laughs> and this time they were like, all right. That sounds <laughs> like I think, I think that's something you guys could do. Okay, we, yeah. we would love to. Yeah. And they said, yes, the money hit our account on a Wednesday. On Thursday, I found our first trailer. Wow. On Friday, wow. I bought our first trailer. Goodness oh, my gracious. gosh. We, me and my dad drove to Lafayette, Louisiana, and picked it up. Wow. And it, like, nowadays, knowing what I know in for equipment-wise, for trailer-wise, for everything that was involved in that trailer, I look back, and I'm like, how did I buy it for that? Because it was just a stellar deal. Yeah. And nowadays, I can't even buy an ice cream machine for that much money. Wow. And a lot we got of less, the trailer. A lot of less. I bought two ice cream it, machines yeah. and the trailer. Oh, it was an ice cream trailer That's prior so awesome. to. Yeah. That's crazy. So. But we look at it now and we think, like, as we look for new equipment and as we grow and we're like, yeah. okay, this is crazy. Like, we bought our trailer and two <laughs> machines for, you know, a third of this and you can't find like so looking back at that we realize god's hand was so like just in all of that yeah when you're so used to all these doors closing and closing mm-hmm. and closing when something like that happens where it, 
It's just incredibly easy. Yeah. And wow, this is working out great. Well, then then we couldn't find a location. Okay. And we were like, I mean, I'm hitting up everybody on everywhere I think is a good spot. And everyone is saying, nope, nope, wouldn't even meet with me, just a straight flat out no. And I'm like, well, I don't know where we're going to do this. (laughs) We lived in Bedford at the time. And our buddy was opening his ice cream business in Bedford, so we knew we couldn't be in Bedford. Yeah. And so we, uh, <clears throat> so we started looking. And I remember I had a friend that had a shop in the Boonesboro Shopping Center, and I called her and I said, "Hey, could you set me up a meeting with your shopping center owner? Because no one wants to talk to me." And she went to bat for me, or her mom went to bat for me, and told him that I was good people and that I really needed to sit down and talk to him. And he was more than happy to talk to him, talk to talk with us. So I met with him, and he was like, "Yeah, we'd love to have you." And I was like, "Oh, praise Jesus! Like finally, someone yeah. is willing yeah, to seriously. talk to me about this seriously." And well, I was and honestly, like, we didn't know much about Boonesboro at the right. time. Like we. We were in Bedford. Yeah, because you're like 45 minutes from Yeah, it was like point. 45 minutes. Yeah, and I remember thinking like, hey, is this, like, are there enough people that live over yeah. here? Like, is this <laughs> really going to be a good yeah, area? Is this really going to be a good Had spot? Had no idea the schools and the pool and the community, like yeah. the neighborhoods. Like, it, it turned out to be Yeah, it's a great community. But um, we had no idea at the time. We were just like, okay, a spot. Yeah. <laughs> we just went with the spot that said, okay. Um, but that was also God saying, this is where I want you. And... So I met with him, and I said, well, I was thinking about this little corner off to the side, back over here. It kind of has some visibility. He's like, no, 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 no. I want you over next to the gazebo. And I was like, what gazebo? I think we both said, <laughs> I think we both said, there's a gazebo? Yeah, I was like, what gazebo? And he walks us over in front of it, and it was just like that aha moment for me, and just going, whoa, this is awesome. This, this is, is perfect. Place. Like, yeah, this right is in the, the middle place, of the parking like, lot. Like, right in the middle of the parking lot, right in front of Starbucks. Yeah. Like, I can't get any better than this. No. This is like front and center. And so, I mean, we got that and we opened like two or three months later. Awesome. And I worked a lot of hours um, by myself <laughs> in that re- trailer. He redid that whole trailer, like read, um, reconfigured it, reconfigured the inside um, all while on crutches. I remember yeah. that. We wow. have pictures. So I was he was on crutches, crutches and on a, wow. working on, on a the trailer. Cane. <laughs> when I first opened, I was on a cane and still in a boot. And uh, Unreal. I I actually wheeled around on a rolling chair, like I slid myself down and made an ice cream cone, slid myself oh back. Oh my goodness! And uh, yeah, that was interesting times. I can remember <laughs> I was teaching at the time. I, w- I had gone back to do like a long term sub because obviously we needed a job, and um, I can remember telling other teachers at like the lunch table and stuff what we were getting into. And I remember some of the looks I got and I was like, we have lost our mind. Like we are opening an ice cream trailer. <laughs> like just thinking it was the craziest idea. Like what are we doing? Oh man. And now what? it's your livelihood. Yeah, it, now it's, it's our life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's our life. I mean, yeah. I mean, from there, basically the rest is history. I mean, God blessed and the community just took us in as their part of their community. Yeah, I was very scared and of the community not accepting us. Right. Like, yeah. Just because we were outsiders. Like that doesn't accept you. I mean, you're done. You're toast. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. done. So, I mean, <laughs> the best, the my favorite part of opening was my very first day. I didn't get a customer for like three hours. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, this is just awful. <laughs> and then the first customer walks up, and she's like, you know what? She's like, we're going to come try you out because we saw you open, and and uh, everyone asked me if this was my business because my daughter's name is May Lynn. <gasps> oh. And so my very first customer was May Lynn. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. <laughs> it was so cool. I was like, this is meant to be. Like, I've yes, been sitting for absolutely. three hours. Nobody came up to my window, and I'm just sitting there going, what am I doing? Is this going <laughs> to work out? I, is this going to work out? This is a mistake. Yeah, this yeah. was horrible. Bad decision. <laughs> and... Uh, but oh, man. yeah, my very first customer was Malin's. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. It's crazy that the gazebo was just there because mm-hmm. I definitely thought that it was just all like yeah, you, you guys, guys placed that placed there. that there because it seems. <laughs> so I wonder perfect. why. It, do you know why the gazebo was there in that parking lot? Um, it used to be the smoking section for Starbucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So now it's not. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a place for no, people to lunch and eat yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. Do not yes. bring your cigarettes over here. Yes. Oh my goodness. So, um, but yeah, so that was basically. Yep. And so that trailer that you have, that you bought 
back in Louisiana is still the same trailer that still you're the using same trailer. Today. And the funny thing is, um, the girls have named our machines. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and one of the machines um, we call Bessie. Okay. Because she's our milk cow. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she perfect. she has been our ride or die. Like she has been there from the beginning. And she she's is an old getting. Machine. We're gonna have to get rid of her. I believe yeah, this, this, next oh. year. this year she's gonna <laughs> oh, go to retiring oh. the the retirement community. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she is um, she's thirty three years old, and they say the lifetime on those machines is usually about ten to fifteen years. Wow! Wow! So that's a that's an she served you well. Yes, oh, she has. <laughs> and she's made great ice cream. Oh yes. <laughs> and we so that's why we called her Bessie. <laughs> what what made you guys want to? Uh, be in a permanent location. I mean, because now, you know, food trucks travel all of the time. And I think you guys came a little bit before, like, the food truck phenomenon where everybody so, started to get yeah. one. So we, we actually opened one. We were there right one. before so they started. We were looking to open another one, and we had just gotten our other trailer, and that's when the food truck, pheno- like, everything kicked off in Lynchburg. Yes, yeah. The crazy. year that we opened our travel trailer. So we were involved with all the new food trucks. We were going to these food truck roundups and rallies and going to events. Well, I learned real quick that that is not where I needed to be <laughs> <laughs> because it was a well, lot of different. hours and it's not hard a lot work. of money. Gotcha. Really, and yeah. I would leave the house at 6 a.m. I wouldn't get back until 12, 1 wow. a.m. Well, and it's different for... A dessert food, tr- yes. a dessert truck than it is for the food truck. So we would follow the food trucks, but not everyone hangs around to get dessert. Mm-hmm. And sure. At those um, and, and a lot of those events, they're alcohol-based driven, mm. and so ice cream and alcohol don't mix. <laughs> um, and so. And there were parts we loved, like we catered to Liberty a lot. A lot of um, different departments, I guess, would mm-hmm. have it hire us to come and serve. Um, and we loved those events. Yeah. Um, we loved the individual events, but in reality, that those weren't enough to sustain the cost of that type sure. of yeah. trailer. Yeah. So we always kept saying, if we had another location, yeah, f- we you always, know, yeah. like we'd rather put our time into another location. And and so uh, the downtown location came to be. It's kind of a long story in <laughs> itself. Um, it's a story we probably shouldn't share. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a little. Um, it can be that story can be a little um, tense okay. because of how it went down and how some people are when it comes to business. Yeah, and sure. friendships and um, trying to be as candid as possible. Um, <laughs> so I knew a friend of mine owned the ice cream place that was there before. Um, he called me and said, hey, do you want to buy my ice cream business? I just don't want to do it anymore. And I was like, yeah, let me look into it. So I looked into it, his numbers and everything. I got some advice from my banker, a friend, a business mentor, and my father-in-law, which I talked to him about everything because he's been our investor in our business. And they all were basically told me the same thing, that his business was not worth what he wanted. So I called, offered him that and I said, this is why. And because he's a friend, I'm giving him advice on why I'm offering yeah, sure. this much money when he asked this much money. And he was like, well, me and my partner talked, and we want double. And I'm like, well, that's not what you offered me the first time. And so I said, we're done. Yeah. I'm done. And so we went back, and we prayed. Well, we walked away. And we I walked remember, away. I remember being in tears because I was like, I want to be yeah, that downtown. Location, right? yeah. we, so I wanted it so bad. Yeah, we wanted bad. it so bad. And I told myself. But we had said, this is the number. We can't go above that. And so we walked away, which was really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. And I told myself that I would never be that person in business that did it for business reasons only. Um, because I have been done to, that has been done to me in our business. People have come, and they have tried to steal our business and steal um, our customers. And I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah. Like, I want to be in Forest more than anything because I feel like that's where I should be. But there's people that I respect in Forest that are already selling ice cream. Yeah. And I will not be that person that goes to Forest and goes into there because I respect rookies and I respect the owners of Monkey Joe's. 
and I'm not going to go step on their toes and sure. try to steal their business because I think that's where I want to well, be. Well, we're asked a lot, why aren't you in Forest? And we're like, <laughs> well, because they have ice cream and yeah. we don't want to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a businessman that does that. We like yeah. to get along yeah, with those other businesses. Yeah, and yeah. it's good to respect, like, obviously you guys deeply care about the ice cream business mm -hmm. that you guys have and to know that those owners equally are passionate about what right. they're doing. They're doing the like, same it's thing. More than Small just business the money. trying to make it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not about the money for me. It's about respecting other yeah, people yeah. and that's what great. they have put into their business. And I mean, I respect them. Yeah. And so that besides, so moving on, I said I would never open in downtown until he was gone. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be that person. And so um, everything kind of. We just backed off, and I prayed. I said, Lord, if you want me to have this, I said, it's on you. I've done what I can do. I've offered this. I've done this, and it's on you. I'm out. Yeah. You know, I just backed off, and a friend of mine called me on December the 23rd and said, hey, you need to call the other owner of that business, and you need to say you want to meet because they're splitting ways. They're shutting down. They're done. Oh, wow. And I was like... All right, so I called him up. <laughs> and we have a history in the past with construction, and so he we know each other. And um, he said, "Yeah, I'd love to meet with you." And so we came back from Christmas. We were in Indiana at my sister's, and we came back from Christmas and met with him, and um, actually uh, worked out a deal and got it for less than I was offering the first time. Wow! <laughs> no way. And so again, God had His plan, and I had to heed what was happening and listen to well that it's not meant to be right now yeah and uh we waited i think it was so it was october to december or to january and then i got it in january so yeah that's amazing yeah i don't i don't want to speak poorly of the the previous ice cream store that was there but i've been living downtown for the last three years mm -hmm. right across the street um in the lofts above dublin mm -hmm. and oh, so cool. we go to malins quite <laughs> often because it's very easy <laughs> yeah easy access uh, from there yeah that's for yeah sure. it's very nice um but you guys are so much busier <laughs> than the previous oh my ice gosh cream the store. line is out the door all yeah, the time it's constantly oh, thank you so, so much. that's I'm I'm so glad that you guys are in that spot and are doing well, um, and that you guys are there because your guys' menu is awesome. Well, thank <laughs> you very much. I'm always thank trying you. to get that uh, the peanut butter bliss. That's stacker. our number one seller. Yeah, That's the number oh, one it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, you can't beat a peanut butter bliss. <laughs> oh, so man. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That is that is quite the the story to because now you're you've been in that location for so downtowns we've been this is our finishing our third season you're finishing wow. your third season yeah. wow. and okay. so it went by fast yeah <laughs> by so fast and i think like we were talking about you know what's to come like we don't know but we have ideas we have things that mm -hmm. we want to do we had a plan um there's a lot going on in the world right now with um, oh pandemics yes. and whatnot. Yes, so yeah. it, I had a plan. It, it's, it, it <laughs> makes you step back it. on your plan a little bit. Um, and we've just now stepped back again to listen to what God wants us to do yeah. because I don't know. But like I think that's the biggest thing we've learned is to, like, it's not in our timing. Like, you know, I think Josh would have opened seven other Malins by now if, if we just kind of did what we wanted. <laughs> um, <would> not seven. <laughs> <laughs> but we always try to step back and say okay, God has always opened the doors for us, you know, like he either shuts them or he opens them. And we, we've never been like pushy, you know, like we've never forced the issue and no, forced opening. I think opening. we have forced the issue when we opened the second trailer. Oh, we, yeah. Um, because I learned a lot opening yeah. that second trailer and I should have just listened and because I should have, one, I should have never bought that trailer. <laughs> Two, I should have never done that because I thought I could do one thing and I didn't even come close to doing that. And so I feel like in my estimation, I didn't listen when I, I just wanted that. Like I wanted it, I wanted it and I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and I like convinced her finally. And so that's when we decided to go for it. Um, but it, 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 it that took, work. that took us, <laughs> yeah. that took us, that was a hard thing cause that was a big chunk of money and it took us a long time to pay that off. Yeah. I mean, I went through like six different generators trying to figure out what generators actually work. For oh wow. Machine. My goodness. So, Generators are expensive. Yeah. Yes, they are. So, and then ended up having to have two to run one trailer. Oh, my and goodness. It was, there was just so many issues with that business model that I had that 
All the stories. Yeah. That's I, <laughs> and the mistakes that I the made. The number of times he forgot to strap something down in oh. the trailer and it went flying. <laughs> My very first event. It I mean, from machines to, yeah. I mean, I remember everything. Going, I remember going to those. I got like a raspberry twist from you guys. Mm-hmm. Love well, that. my machine oh. tipped over on the way there. <laughs> oh, no. And no. ice cream went everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> so when I got there, I had a mess. No <laughs> it was way. awful. <laughs> like, and then one time I forgot to strap the refrigerator down and it strawberries tipped. went everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. So it looked like a murder scene. Oh, <laughs> and one time you didn't lock the door. One time I didn't the, lock the door that? and the and the j- I, I carried a car jack to jack up the trailer I mean, to level huge. it. And... Uh, <laughs> I was turning on 501 late night, late night, (laughs) really late night, and it the door opened and there went the jack, and I I remember seeing this side view mirror. I was like, what was that? Oh my goodness! And that thing is like, yeah, down the highway. And I pulled the trailer over as fast as I could and took off running down the highway and around the corner. I'm like, where is this thing? And it literally went like 300 yards. <laughs> no oh way. Just goodness. straight. And I'm like, man, that would have totally destroyed someone's car. Oh, my gosh, yes. And, uh, this is small business ownership at its best. <laughs> yeah. So I have made my mistakes. So you are staying permanently where you are. Yes. <laughs> no more May no Lynn's more will never traveling travel events. again. <laughs> no, I'm oh not saying never, yeah, but, but yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Until you learn to strap some things down. <laughs> oh, I learned. I learned. <laughs> oh, man. Then one time the door got stuck, like popped open. And I went to pull over, and it ran into the dirt in the and just crumpled the door. <laughs> yeah, like mistakes. It happens. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. So, well, you guys have been in this business now for for quite a while, and it's su- successful because it's sustainable, and yep. you guys are able to live off of that. So, what do you think is the the biggest challenge of having a business and making it successful? the way that you guys have done it? Well, this is one question that we actually talked about quite a bit because it was, I mean, we've had a lot of things that have gone wrong, and we think the hardest part of owning a business is your employees. Okay. (laughs) Managing their schedules, managing all of them. (laughs) You guys probably know how that is. Um, Managing everything that goes along with employees, emotions, schedules, um, just personalities. People are good at this. They're not good at this. Um, I think that's the hardest part of owning a business. We get a lot of first time, um, especially at the trailer. Um, we get a lot of high schoolers. We get a lot of kids who it's their first job. And we love that. Like we love being able to be that, um, first job for them and to show them, you know, a good work ethic and teach right. them those things. But that's also hard at times. You have Absolutely. to have those hard conversations of, um, you know, you can't do this and you can't do that. And this is unacceptable. You know, that that's, I think that part is really hard for me. I'm a people pleaser. And so I don't like the hard conversations. Um, but also the turnover is really hard. Like, um, we were joking earlier. Nobody wants to serve ice cream for, for the rest of their life except yeah. us. <laughs> it's different when you own it and versus, you know, people come and people go. And so, um, we have had amazing employees every year. We've had, um, just wonderful employees. I would say probably this past year has been the first year we've stepped back quite a bit. Um, and it's been a blessing just for our family and whatever to be able to trust the people who we've put in those leadership positions to kind of run it, um, for the most part. And they've done an amazing job and, um, we're losing a lot of them this year. So that, you know, just that turnover of, you know, okay, now we got to start over again. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of a sad year, um, to look back and go, we had such a great year, even with COVID. Yeah. Um, we had such a great year and we had such great employees that stepped up to the plate that did everything we asked that did went above and beyond whatever we asked when we didn't know what to expect. Like this year, I mean, I don't think any business owner knows what to expect or knew what to expect this last year. I mean, I feel like we haven't seen even the start of how many businesses are going to go out of business because of this. Um, And the way they keep going, it's not going to make things easier on these small businesses. Um, Big big businesses still getting their money, but us little people, it's going to be hard. And so, um, so yeah, so... I think, but sidetracked there. <laughs> um, um, 
But yeah, employees. That is the hardest part of the business. Yeah. I um I empathize with you. <laughs> I it's I think what's really difficult uh, when you work in a position full time. Uh, you obviously buy into the mission of what you're mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. and to constantly have to train new employees to to do that at a level where they don't have the responsibility that you have and to have to um, get them in such a short amount of time, you know, even in a couple of years that they're with you, mm -hmm. to be able to get them to buy into your mission or the things that you're also passionate about. That's a, a really difficult thing to teach on top of trying to, you know, just onboard them for the making ice cream and, yeah. and doing, you know, for us, uh, events. And so, you know, you're going to have some people who get really passionate about that and work hard because, you know, they, that's what they want to do. They love it. They love coming to work. And then you're going to have people that just have it because it, or come to work because it's a job. And so yeah. mm -hmm. it's hard to like manage so many different personalities and so many different, like you said, emotions and things like that. Managing people is so rewarding, but really, yeah. really difficult. Exactly. That's why it's one of and our favorite things he's and one I'm of our hard, hardest yeah, things. Yeah, I love he's it. He's one man amongst mostly girls. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, there was, we only There's had, always been one other guy we every only season, had, I feel This like. year, we only had one other guy that worked for us. And uh, we, we joke with him and say that he is the lone wolf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you have good practice. Yes, yes. you do. You have I, do. Yes. So I do. You have I do. That's very true. <laughs> He's um, constantly surrounded. He takes a lot of fishing. But then again, that goes back to managing emotions trips. too. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. So, but um, we have, we have had, I mean, the best employees. Yeah. Um, I can think back from day one, the employees that we had in the very beginning, just, Amazing employees. Yep. I mean, they worked so hard yeah. for us, and we would not be here without good employees. Yeah. I can work as hard as I want, but I cannot do everything. And um, I cannot be successful without the people who work for us. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I would say that. we I, agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I, I equally <laughs> agree. Yeah. You mentioned um, you're having a lot of turnover right yeah. now. Are you guys hiring? So right now we're not hiring because we are actually well we're closing this we're week closing for, for the, the season week. we okay. close for the winter we close on months. the twenty second both locations both lo well the trailer has been closed since beginning of October okay oh well we actually it was mid we made it yeah mid October this year normally it's beginning of October we close the trailer um, downtown we close um, we last year we closed closer to Christmas but this year because of COVID and the students leaving, yeah. um, which is a big part of our business. Right. Um, not the mo not all of our business. In but the winter, a big part is part. Um, college students coming in. Yeah. So college students are leaving, so we're going to shut down now, and then we'll open back up um, end of January, beginning of February. So, yes, we will be hiring in January. <laughs> right yes. when students come back? Right yes. when students come That's back. Amazing. And we will need We need employees. lots of good employees. And because we are wanting college students. <laughs> yes. Ah. We love college students. We have a lot of Liberty College students who work for us or who have worked for us. Um, and we have a lot of... A lot of them who have just who have recently graduated mm -hmm. and are moving on, and that's why we're losing several of them um, this year. But yes, we we will be hiring in January. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so if you need an application, <laughs> Malin's Creamery at Gmail dot com. I love there it. You go. I love it. <laughs> there you go. I just have a random question: Do they work uh, interchangeably at b both locations, or do you keep certain employees at? For the most well, part, we keep keep them separate. Um, we have had some interchangeable people, um, but we like to keep this crew here and this crew here because you can create camaraderie yeah, absolutely. and you create a team. Mm. And when you throw a wrench in the team, it makes it even more difficult. Yeah, for sure. And when we're rocking and rolling, I need everybody to be getting along. I need everybody to be pushing stuff as fast as possible. Absolutely. And when you have that one person that doesn't kind of jive with your crew, it makes it a lot harder. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone. If if you've ever ran a crew, you know what that what that's like to have that one person who one brings person morale. Can, yeah, the whole team. And it brings it down quick. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, we've we have a couple that alternate mm -hmm. based on um, like especially spring and uh, fall when we ha when we ha need our seasoned employees mm -hmm. to know what they're doing. We'll, you know, send them back sure. and forth. Make sure we always have someone who's trained and know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. always. Yeah. You got so. it. Oh, um, I think that's, yeah. yeah. And that's, we hire for just the spring. Like if students are planning on leaving in the summer, like we usually get a good crew of ours to come back in the summer. Um, not always, but 
sometimes. We like people who stay through the summer, but... But, but <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, we, yeah, yeah. if we you understand. don't, we yeah. still hire, you yeah. know, from January to March or April, May. Yep. I don't know when students leave. Yep. Students leave May, so you'll get them May. for a good yeah. four or five months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, love that. So, we talked about the biggest challenge of running a business. What is... Uh, a rewarding aspect or the most rewarding aspect of running your own business. Cause I know that I know a lot of times I'm thinking, Oh man, being my own boss, like that's gotta be so cool. <laughs> but I want to know from somebody who's actually doing it. What is the, what is the best part of owning your own business? Well, for me, <laughs> I love that we do this as a family. Like I love that, um, our whole world is completely different than what I had planned and expected. You know, we were talking about this in the car earlier. Like I thought he was going to build houses forever and I would just be this, you know, wife who stayed at home and raised our kids. And, um, (laughs) but, um, it's so much more than that. Like we, like I'm such a part of the business. We, you know, he's the face and the person who's like there and training the employees and making the product and I do all the back stuff and it's just this great teamwork that I love. I could not um, run my business without her. Let's absolutely. Just be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like there's so much behind the scenes stuff that needs to be done and there's so much in the front that needs to be done. If I didn't have her doing what she did, I could not run this business because it just Thanks, <laughs> There's, she does Aww. way more than people know. Well, but I just, I, for me, that's very rewarding. I love that our children are growing up watching us run this business together. And, um, you know, we, we do get to be, we are very busy, and we, but we do get to be the makers of our own schedules, and we get to be, um, you know, we decide. So when Mama says we go to the pumpkin patch, we go to <laughs> go the, pumpkin to the pumpkin patch. Yeah. Absolutely. Josh needs hey, to be off when this Mama day. says anything. <laughs> um, but um. I, I don't know. Like, I love that. We, um, I homeschool our children, and um, that goes along with, like, just we're off in the winter, so we have that freedom to travel or to do what we, you know, want. And um, it's really hard being business owners, obviously, but I just, I think the reward far outweighs, like, I don't know, the hardness of it. It just, I love that piece of it. For me, that's really rewarding, just being able to be in, I don't know, <laughs> to run this as a family, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so crazy for you, Becky, to think about, like, you know, you went to college for four years for this degree for teaching, <laughs> and now, I mean, I guess you're uh, using it, homeschooling right, homeschool, your children. And I teach online for LUOA. Oh, cool. Um, and so, um, which I've only been doing that for two, two and a half, three years, um, which I love the fact that I still get to use my degree for yeah. that. Um, but um, you're right. Like I to feel how passionate you can be about something outside of for sure. Because I never thought, thought when do. we first opened, I was like, okay, I was supposed to be a teacher, not a business. Owner. <laughs> <laughs> I did not go to school for business. Um, and my father is um, has been a business owner my whole life. Um, so he's been a huge help to us. He does um, a lot of our book work, and he helps me figure things out that I don't understand. And so that's always. Plus, yeah. yeah, yeah, seriously. It's completely in the family. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. <laughs> and I don't know what was I, I took over there. What's your most? What's a rewarding for you? <laughs> I think my most rewarding thing is there's. I have two aspects to that. One, I say that employees are the hardest, but it's also the most rewarding for me um, to be able to watch people grow and see them turn into. Well, I say young ladies because that's mostly what we have. (laughs) And that's mostly what we've had over. I mean, we've had a few guys here and there, but 90% of our employees are female. And so to watch these ladies grow up and turn into the ladies that they are, I mean, it has, I've seen some (laughs) amazing people. Yeah. And we've had an amazing. I mean, kids, a lot of them started with us as kids. Yeah, and yeah. they start we actually, 16 years old. I um, think it was this year, this year or last year, um, we had kids who were like eight, nine years old when we opened at the trailer and would come every, you know, would come yeah, all the time when we got to know them. And now they're apply, applying for jobs. You know, like it, that part's yep. really cool. Yeah, that is. To, to see, um, you know, and eight then years to see later. Some of, like the customers that we've gotten to know and these kids grow up. And you get to watch them grow up in their life. And then they're getting married now. And 
um, one's a news broadcaster, and it's like, oh, wow. man, they were the ones that like, they they just wrapped us up and came every day after school, went hung out with their friends and got to know them, and now they're all growing up and seeing what they're doing with their lives, and that's very rewarding. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially for our business, it's different because we deal with a lot of families and a lot of kids. Well, and we've since moved to Boonesboro. We live in the mm-hmm. Boonesboro area now, so we feel a, definitely a part of that community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes yeah. one yeah. way. I live right. in Forest, so I can, yeah. I can definitely understand that. 45 minutes one way was killing me, and so <laughs> we that was another thing God did. I mean, we prayed and prayed and prayed, and God put this piece of land so I could build our house. And, uh, I mean, literally two minutes from the trailer, and I don't know how we got it. It just happened and which is nice when you have high schoolers running your trailer <laughs> yes yes absolutely so, yeah back in the day i would get home and then have to turn around and drive all the way back because something happened and it was just oh i'm it's a sure. blessing to be yes. that close so close <laughs> and um, walkable distance almost but yeah i say that's probably most rewarding is watching the kids employees and the families around you grow up and move on we've had families come we've had families go and yeah. then we've had families that have left come back and then we've had families who have left travel back and then just tell us how much they miss us and Malins and um, it's just what do you think like it's the, just ice cream come on guys it's like you just yeah, sell but ice it's cream ice cream but you have an impact it, on the community yeah like yeah, it's a do. place where the you know community Absolutely. goes and like kids remember you know going there after school i don't know like yeah. we like that we've created that i guess in that community yeah. yeah you definitely have yeah you have so that's my most rewarding i love definitely. that that's awesome Changing topics, maybe just a little bit. Um, one of my favorite questions to ask guests on the podcast is, obviously, a lot of college students listen to this podcast. Um, you guys were college students at one point. What advice do you give college students who are, you know, probably at one of the most critical times of life in learning? Um, I know it's a very open and broad question, mm-hmm. but any advice that you guys have for college students? I think we both have different opinions on this one. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I stick with, because <laughs> I don't know how to say this, because um, we're on a college podcast. <laughs> but I'm, I was never, school was never for me. Um, I just... I was never good at school, and we learned actually this now last... Now we know why. Now we know why. Um, we learned this last... How long has it it's been? It's been a year. It's been a year. Um, so one year ago, Becky was having trouble with one of our children, and so she ended up getting her tested for dyslexia. And then Becky was reading all the signs and everything for, to me, and I was like, that's me. Yep, okay, that's ah. me. Oh, no. That's me. Learned a lot, done a lot of research. Wow, I've probably been dyslexic my whole life. I had no idea. And I just struggled with school. Yeah. And I struggled with learning and I struggled with that unless I was doing it with my hands. It's actually been life changing for me. He's like, Oh, this is why it was hard and this is why I didn't finish college. Yeah, so it makes a lot more sense why I struggled with certain things and why I struggled with school and why I excelled at building because it's with my hands. Sure. Yeah. Um and so I'm kind of off traffic topic there. <laughs> what advice um, would you give to college but students? The advice I would give to college students um, is, one, listen to what God has for your life. Um, I've learned over the past nine years that that is more important than anything. Yeah, more important absolutely. than your education, more important than what you're doing now. Heed the word of God and listen to what he's telling you and you need to take a step back, and it's not about you. It's about what God wants in your life. Yeah, I love that. And the hardest part is when you make your own decision and you don't listen to what God is telling you to do because we've done that. We've done that in our business. We've done that in our life. And every single time I come back and I go, man, I wish I would listen to what my my gut was telling me to do <laughs> um, because God is not wrong. He has never been wrong in our business, in our relationship. Um, We've been through ups and downs. We've been through struggles. But when we always turn back to what is God telling us, what is God trying to tell us, everything has worked out better. And so that's the one thing I would give advice to a college student is learn to listen to the voice of God. 
Because if you don't listen to him, you might fall 28 feet from a tree stand. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, you may get kicked out of a tree. <laughs> Something worse could happen. I mean, the doctors told me they didn't think I was going to walk oh my because goodness. I broke my pelvis and I cracked through vertebrae. And so they didn't know what was going to happen. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a miracle. But I have had no issues with my pelvis or my back. Oh. Um, yeah, that's I've only had issues with my ankle. And so that's my advice. Yes. Yeah. Listen to what God is telling you and step back to make sure it's not you that is telling you it's actually God because your voice can be very loud yeah. and my voice can be very loud <laughs> I'll tell you that like but if you listen to what God is telling you it's just it's amazing yeah so. that's awesome well I guess mine's the same I mean to piggyback off on that just <laughs> that he I mean I guess I I'm just amazed daily at where we are and that it's nowhere where I thought we would be. You know, like this is not a never in a million years thought. One, I'd be owning a business and two, we would be selling ice cream. Um, but, um, you know, just like he said that God has a plan for your life. And as long as you're seeking him, um, you know, you can make plans all you want, but don't be surprised if your plans <laughs> don't come through and <laughs> yeah. follow through. Um, you know, that, I think pretty much what he said. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. That's great advice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have loved uh, chatting with you guys. It has been so, I, I love podcast guests who are so open and transparent. Um, and it goes to show why you guys are so successful. And, you know, what you guys are doing is so important. Like, you know, beyond the business, you know, creating this community for people downtown, I mean, even all, it doesn't matter where your location is, all over Lynchburg and the surrounding areas. So we're thankful for you guys and, and all that you do. Thank you for being here today, sharing all of that with us. Like, we've loved hearing your story. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thank you so much. When, when we saw the email and we were able to think about it for a second, I was like, there's no question. I want to go. I want to talk. I want to share the story. And, um, I mean, you'll hear this story here, but you can also hear it again because I'm not going to – I will – my employees get mad at me because <laughs> I will talk to somebody for a long time. <laughs> oh, we have people come into the shop and say, how did this get started? And it's like, oh, here he goes. <laughs> I'll give them the whole rundown. But um, so, yeah, we really appreciate it. It's been, it's been a great time with you guys. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Um, and we have a lot of things to come. Um, we'll be so. ready and waiting. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> we on the lookout. Um, it, it will, there's a lot of there's a lot of variables, but there are certain things that we're getting ready to, to kick off. And the um, anticipation is killing me. We can't keep talking about it. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> off air, I'll give you some. Uh, We've insight. got to go. This podcast <laughs> is officially ending. <laughs> um, Josh and Becky, thank you guys so thank much. Thank you guys so thank much. You so You're much. So no thank problem. Student activities, pay for all your podcast needs. Student